You're listening to Magic Not Logic, the podcast. We're Julie and Tash Lewin, mother-daughter duo. Let's get the magic started. Welcome back. So today, Tash and I have been having a conversation about transformation. And that led us back to, well, who even wants to transform? And we've identified that there's three stages to transformation. There's an identity crisis or something triggers you to go down a rabbit hole that you feel like you can't come out of. Then there's an ego death and you literally may feel like you're dying and you're not physically dying, but a part of you is dying. So we call that ego death. And then with transformation, you come to this place where you can find the calm within the chaos. So pull your socks up, put your hat on, and let's explore this. So, Tash, I want you to share with, with everyone why transformation is so important for you. And I know that it has something to do with your astrology. So let's unpack that first. So I'm not going to do it justice because uh, one of my best friends, Amanda, uh, who is no doubt listening to this right now, uh, has been bringing through some new channeled astrology uh, and it's to do with Saturn, your Saturn placement. And I can only speak to this one little bit that she shared today with me about my Saturn placement in Scorpio. And we're looking at um, like different words that are important to us based on where our Saturn is uh, to communicate what we do. And so she was running through some different words that are like Scorpion uh, in nature and transformation was one of them. And uh, I realized <laughs> while we we're having a little bit of a rant about uh, the industry and like mentoring and coaching and uh, all of that work that a lot of it really feels like informational, like that people are giving information, not implementation, like mm-hmm. how to and yeah. information feels like the beginning bit where you know you want something different, but you don't always know what that is yet. And so people are giving you information like, yeah, that's what I want. Mm. but then we're not getting to the bit that is like cool how do I do that like how do I do that for me and for my business or my life like how do I get there yeah and very few programs no doubt there are some that also have a focus on transformation are doing but very few of them actually take you through a process that gets you from the beginning where you don't know what you're doing to the end where you've had the transformation and you've done the thing you yeah. become a different version of yourself that knows how to do whatever that is mm-hmm. and like that really frustrates me uh and as it turns out there's a reason it's because uh Scorpio being uh, sorry Saturn being in Scorpio for me like the structures of business and my life and everything is around transformation is really taking people from one place to another mm-hmm. like from one version of themselves to another version of themselves and helping them make that transition yeah. like it's that transition from uh identity crisis to calm within the chaos yeah to 
there's another word that I feel like you've used before, but I can't remember what it is. So it doesn't really matter. But essentially, that's the feeling is that even amidst all of the chaos of life, everything that's happening around you, especially in the world that we're living in right now, that you can maintain your calm, like that yeah. you can be in the middle line of your life. So you're yeah. not feeling like the tension and the stress and the push and pull of yeah. the world around you, that you can maintain your equilibrium. And that requires a transition to go through the ego death to that. Yeah. And like, that's really important for us in the work that we do with our clients that we take them through that process. Like we take them through the process, like through that transition, not yeah. just leave them in the middle of ego death, yeah. which it feels like. So we've done a lot of business programs and business is a spiritual incubator. Like yeah. it puts you under pressure it and does. it reveals things about yourself that you weren't aware of. Correct. But if there's no environment that is supporting you in that, like it throws you straight into the deep end of ego death, yeah. but doesn't provide any support systems to help you transition out of that. Yeah. Like there's no container. No. No safe container. There's no one. People don't really talk about this, do they? in terms of um, what do I do when I wake up in the dark of night and I'm having a panic attack about where I'm going and how do I navigate that? Yeah, it's, I know I can't stay where I am, yeah. but I don't know where I'm going and yeah. I don't know how to get there. Yeah. So... The, the ego death, actually, there's something really interesting about death in itself. And I'm going to bring some really weird stuff in here, Tash, because 25 years ago, no, 90, 90, 98, 97, late 90s, you know, there weren't the teachers around that there are today. And I was very um, aware of that my world that I was living in was possibly being impacted by past life trauma, past life influence, or ancestral influence. So somebody sent me a book by Lee Everett, Kenny Everett's ex-wife, and she is a hypnotherapist. And she hypnotized celebrities. And that was how she wrote this book. In this book, she talked about the process that she used to do her own or that she took the celebrities on to um, reveal their past lives. And I thought, I have an attitude. If someone else can do it, I can do it too. If they won't tell me how they do it, I'll figure my own way out. I think that I must have got that from you. I think so. <laughs> so she wrote in the book how she guided her clients. So I decided, well, if you can do it, I can do it. So I went on an adventure in 1999. I remember the date now where I did a lot of past lives, where I facilitated my own past lives. And um, 
on that adventure, I remember that I went through some of my deaths. I went through the death experience. And there's this phenomenon, and anyone who has done this sort of work will hopefully relate, that as a, as a soul within the human body, there is this primal clinging of, oh, my God, I want to hold on to this body so hard. I don't want to die. It's not my time. I don't want to do it. No, 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 no. And then suddenly, whew, you're free. And there's no restrictions and there's no, man, there's no ties. There's no anything. And then the, the, the thought is, oh, if I'd have known it was like this, I wouldn't have held on so long. And that's a pretty wild experience to have. It's a, it's a tangible experience that I had. And the really interesting thing, one of my clients had was very unwell. She'd had a, a procedure and she passed a year ago. And um, so I helped uh, make her life more comfortable. And her mum wrote to me last night and she said, I'm sitting here thinking about her today and a lot of her friends and a lot of I've had connections with clairvoyance and so forth. And the message that she sent back was, man, if I'd have known it was going to be like this, I wouldn't have tried so hard not to get here. And I thought that's exactly the experience that I had doing my own past lives. So that was a really awesome validation. And that's, that's the ego death. So it's not just in our physical death, it's in our ego death. We hold on. We put our fingernails and our toenails into that well wall, into the brick crevices, and we're saying, no, 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 I don't want to fall. I don't want to go down there. This is who I am. If I'm not this, who am I? Who am I? And so, oh, man. So ego death is is intense Mm. and so when you're going through an identity crisis and an ego death you damn well want to be held in a container by somebody who knows exactly what you're talking about Mm. because it can sound like you're crazy it can sound like you're crazy and you might feel like you're crazy because no one else in your world in your life has been there or understands what you're saying to the external world it can mimic other things yeah but you know or you can know that that's not what's going on yeah and what we know because a we've experienced it and b we've guided our clients to this place is that on the other side of the ego death there is the peace frequency and that doesn't mean you don't experience all sorts of emotions because that's what being human is. Mm. We're in this body, we're in this, on this planet experiencing the chaos, we're going to call it the chaos of life and you're, you're on, in your planet, your world, on this world, 
and I talk about fractals in another episode, but what happens is you know the route or the road or the track or the path from chaos to peace in an instant, in a heartbeat, because once you have experienced it, you don't lose that connection and you can return. You know, people talk about going home. I want to go home with a capital H. And they're talking about, they want to go back to that place before they were in the human body. And I've just had this revelation as I'm sharing this home with a capital H is being able to return to the peace frequency within this realm so that it doesn't matter what's going on out there, doesn't matter what your trauma has created you to be, if you, A, can tap access that peace place, you can return there because it has a physiological um, impact as well as a mental and spiritual and emotional. There's all the bodies are impacted by the peace and you can go there in the middle of the chaos. You can return to that place. And when you return to that place, you then have space around you where you know, you feel like you can make some choices. You feel you like you breathe can again. think, you can breathe again. You're not full of tension and, and constricted. So you know that when a rope is fully tense, there's no movement. It's like it's a, a steel pylon. But when there's slackness in the rope, the tension's gone there's a lot of movement that can happen. And it's the same with us. When we're really tense and stressed, then there's not a lot of space for movement within our physical body and within our metaphysical bodies. And so being able to find that path to peace is really integral in moving forward in your life with flexibility. And getting there, another thing that it enables you to do is to be objective, like to become the observer of yourself within your life. Mm. That when you find yourself within drama or within stressful, chaotic situations, you can actually kind of rise outside of yourself mm -hmm. and observe what's going on. But, oh, oh, I see. I'm doing that thing again that I did that I used to do oh I don't need to do that and in simply recognizing it mm. as separate from you that it's simply a habit or a behavior that you've perpetuated there's almost then a, you stop doing it yeah because you can't unsee what you've seen mm. and so the more you become the observer the more you step outside of yourself and see uh the beliefs and traumas and wounding and behaviors for what they are as being separate from who your soul is like and who you're here to be and be experiencing life like it just is peace like that yeah. just is a peaceful experience that you can return to like it enables you to return to the peace when yeah. you're within the chaos because yeah. you create that space by stepping outside of yourself 
in the moment. Mm. Uh, and our clients do that more and more. Like the longer they work with us, the more they do that, the more they come and they're like, so I just, I witnessed myself, <laughs> what I was doing and I just stopped. I, I made a different choice. I yeah. took a different direction and it was amazing. And I never would have imagined that I could have done that yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, and obviously that's how we live our life now. We've been doing it for a long time. Uh, and yeah, I couldn't imagine not living just with that peace and that calm. And, and it doesn't mean that we don't get stressed, mm-hmm. but we have the tools to then do something about that, like yeah. to create space around ourselves. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's all I have on that one. So if you want to have a chat with us, just reach out. If you're looking for um, peace in your life, then that's, that's where our magic is. And if uh, a transformation is really important for you, like yeah. having someone actually help you transition through that, like yeah. take you from where you are right now to where you're wanting to be, like that's, it's really integral to us that that's yeah. what we're doing and it's embedded in our work. Um, that alchemy is really important. Alchemy was a word that I used for it. So like transformation, what's like transformation? Like alchemy is transformation. That's from steel to gold. And so you're taking one thing as it exists and transforming it into something else. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think the other thing that we haven't shared yet, Tash, is that we work one-on-one with people. Like, we do. It's we, important we to us. go deep. We, we do go deep. People share things with us that they say they've never shared with anyone before. Yeah. And that's really key to um, transformation is to actually shine the light in all of those dark crevices in your, in your inner world that you don't want to let the world know. Mm. You don't have to let the world know, but it does need to be uh, exposed. Yeah. And that's where... Um, yeah, and I feel like we've been, like as humans, like we're constantly moving forward. Like we're trying to outrun ourselves, hmm. like outrun uh, how we grew up, what happened to us, our, even our ancestral stuff, like the things hmm. that have come down through our ancestry. Like we're constantly trying to outrun all of that. Yeah. And we're trying, we're going, getting new jobs, moving to new places. But you take yourself with you. Like you can't un- outrun yourself. No. And it's actually about taking a moment, taking a beat, stopping, turning and facing the mirror. Yeah. And really looking at what's happening and looking mm-hmm. at it objectively, mm-hmm. not from the child that was wounded mm-hmm. and all of the like uh, potentially not truth perspectives mm-hmm. that we have as children. Like we don't have a full understanding of the world and so we tell ourselves stories as kids about what that thing meant. Yeah. But it's from an incomplete picture. And if you can look as an adult with space, like with time and space and distance between you and when that thing happened, and actually look at it clearly, like you can see it for all that it really was mm. and all of that it's given you. Um, it's not to say that there's not really deep, dark traumas. We've had some like really brutal stuff be revealed 
Um, mm. But we just hold that in the container. They don't need to tell anybody else in their world if they don't want to, but like it comes to light. Mm-hmm. And we are that mirror. And I guess I can't mm. really not be the mirror anymore. It's really just who I am and I guess who I always have been. And I think that that sometimes made for uncomfortable friendships yeah. with people who weren't willing or ready to do the work. Fortunately, I have found my two amazing best friends that uh, enthusiastically embrace my mirror quality and uh, like utilize it with yeah. glee. Uh, but uh, that is to the benefit of our clients because I am able to reflect the things that you can't necessarily see about yourself, good and bad, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. bad as a uh, personal judgment because we don't see any bad. Um, but we don't always see ourselves see ourselves clearly. No, that's it. That's and it. Sometimes you need somebody who is objective in your world, who hasn't got connection to anybody else in your life, to really show you who you really yeah. are. And you know what, Tash? To me, that's the identity or the 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 um, meaning of confidant. And I think that it's really important to have a confidant in your life that doesn't have any um, connection to any other aspects of your life. And so you get to speak out in, in like out of your head, out into the open yeah, without people on? being defensive. Being, correct. Like without people jumping in and go, but that's not what I meant. Like, because yeah. then you don't fully get to uh, expose to the light what's really going on. Yeah. And whatever that, whatever has come up for you. Yeah. Also, that, that someone, experience. yeah, that someone that holds the space without jumping into the pit with you. Yeah. Because it doesn't serve you to have someone jump in and commiserate with you no. because then you'll just stay down there correct you actually need someone who's up there being like here's the torch shining a light and here's, here's a, rope a rope when you, here's a rope when you're ready to come out <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hold on yeah i'll pull like you it's, up it's deep stuff yeah um and yeah i mean we love it obviously we do love it and i just you took the words out of my mind we do love it and we do it for each other (laughs) we do we do so i think um that'll be a wrap hey and we'll see you next time yeah um obviously again if you uh want to uh keep following us if you like and subscribe then you'll get our podcast in your uh notification every week uh, when it comes out, we release one every week. We will be coming on holidays uh, for Christmas for two weeks, but we'll be starting season two in January. Uh, so um, also share uh, share our podcast with anyone that you think uh, would benefit that's going through any of these um, challenges right now. We're going to be speaking more on these topics mm-hmm. and uh, we can't wait to see you in the new year. Thank you. Bye.